1: Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa,
2: Rip and Read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa.
1: About- now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Another one bites the dust. Another the
0: dust,
2: and another one, done. And another
0: one, done. another one the dust, hey, hey
2: get to, to
0: another one bites
2: the dust. Crooked politicians, Democrats, Republicans, one thing they all have in common many of them are so crooked that when they die of greed, and you go to the wake to pay your respects, those cronies of theirs. They'll have to find a black and decker power drill to drill them into the ground in the cemetery because they're so crooked. And that certainly uh, is who George Santos is. Not only a crook, but the guy couldn't tell the truth if his life depended on it. Well, he's in the bowels of the federal detention facility right beneath the federal courthouse in Central Islip, right near Brentwood. And he has been hit with a 13-count federal indictment for wire fraud, for money laundering, theft of public funds, making false statements to Congress. God, if that were a crime, they'd all be in jail. They all make false statements, but this guy is a liar and a crook. And so let's take you back to when this all began, because many people knew he was a liar and a crook. They said nothing. Think back, ladies and gentlemen. Think back. Come on. He lost that first election, the presidential year, where Donald Trump lost to Joe Biden, uh, and he lost it to Tom Suozzi. But he ran, according to all, a relatively good race. And so he had an opportunity to run for a second time, except in the second time, both sides knew he was a liar and a crook. Yeah, the Republicans who put him up, not the Queens County GOP who gets the blame. No, 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 no. They just have a little sliver of that third congressional <laughs> district. That's Whitestone. Uh, no, it's a Nassau County GOP. And the Democrats, in fact, a state chairman who is from Long Island, Jacobs, he knew, as did his opponent Zimmerman. But when everything began to unravel is when this nut job came out of his nutshell, George Santos, and gave his very first interview, where? On the roundtable discussion hosted by John Katsimatidis at that time, the Cats Round roundtable. And so he did his song and dance routine. He answered questions. And of course, he was lying. But then John, who's a billionaire and a very successful business guy and who has given donations to liars for hire on both sides, Democrats and Republicans, he can sniff a liar out. He asked him the simple question that sunk his ship. Last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your money?
0: That is the money of that I've paid myself through my company, the Boulder Organization.
2: Notice him stumbling and fumbling on that. John Katsimatidis bagged and tagged him right there. $700,000 that he cannot account for. Could I hear that again, Lou, please? Last question. Um, the $700,000 you put into the election, was that your
0: money? That is the money of, that I've paid myself through my company, the Boulder Organization.
2: That he paid himself. This was on January 26th, so that was four months ago. And then he continued to do a series of interviews, each one just putting more nails in his coffin. This guy is a liar from birth, and will be a liar to death. He's a pathological liar. But both sides knew it in that second round, in that second election, after Tom Suozzi had vacated his seat because he was running in the Democratic primary against Kathy Crime Wave, Holcomb. So um, to you, Lou, and to all Met fans out there, to add insult to injury, what did uh, George Santos... Who well, doesn't know what the game of baseball is about? Due to all of you, Met fans, as if you haven't had enough misery with your failed venture so far. Hey, look, I'm a Yankee fan. We're failing too. Uh, we're like uh, brothers in solidarity and misery. But he didn't come out on opening day
0: supporting the Yankees. No, Lou. He came out supporting the Mets. Hey, guys. Today is opening day. As a good old Mets fan, I know you guys aren't going to be playing until April 6th back home, but in good old fashioned. Let's go,
2: Mets! Oh, my God. You should impale yourself with that Mike Piazza shredded bat that was shredded, remember, in the World Series against the Yankees and roided up uh, Roger Clemens. I think it's uh, up in Cooperstown uh, in the uh, Hall of Fame. But put that aside. The Republicans thought the first time around they had the perfect candidate. This guy had three things that they rarely have. A gay candidate a Jewish candidate, right? And he claimed to be Latino. Turns out he was Brazilian, which meant he spoke Portuguese, not Spanish, so he was not a Latino. Turned out that uh, he may not have been gay because he was married to a woman. Oh, that may have been an arranged marriage. A lot of Brazilians come in that way. The female might have paid him off in order for him to marry her. And then, of course, there was the fact that it turned
0: out he was not a Jew. So as I've said many times, and I think you've heard me say this, I always joke, I'm Catholic, but I'm also Jew-ish, as in ish. Uh, and I've made that joke because growing up, I grew up fully aware that my grandparents were Jewish, came from from a Jewish family, and they were refugees to Brazil. And that was always the story I grew up with, and I've always known it very well. And I've told it the way it was told to me now if if it, it just strikes me so odd that people are rushing to disinherit me from being Jewish or for even allowing to care for Israel and Judaism in a time and, and era where anti-Semitism is at a all-time rise. And here's somebody who actually cares about Jews, cares about, uh, 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 um, Israel and somebody who's willing to fight for them. And, and we have people pushing me away. It's. You know, I got a text from somebody today who says, George, I don't care what they say, you're still an MOT. And I'm sure you know what an MOT is. Um, right. member of the tribe. Oh, so- member of the tribe. Yeah. You are a Shonda. Uh,
2: George Santos, why don't you find, uh, uh find a, a sharp object and just impale yourself. Do, a, do it. Uh, commit Harry Carey. Uh, ah! As he's in the bowels, languishing in the centralized federal court. The arraignment will be unsealed, although we know pretty much everything in it. And he'll have to put up some kind of bail. Now, you would think, uh, can you serve in Congress if you've been indicted? Yes. Can you serve in Congress if you've been convicted of a felony? Yes, you can. Look at Mikey Suits out in Staten Island, right? We call him Mikey Suits because he always had those suits that shined in the dark. Michael Graham. So, of course, he could serve in perpetuity, although he's already signed up for another two years. He wants to run for re-election over my dead body. Okay. And then, of course, you had uh, George Santos recently. It was acknowledged he was a drag queen for three years in a town outside of Rio. He had competed in drag queen uh, contests to become drag queen of the annual Carnival in Rio de Janeiro, and it failed each time. But it progressed up the ranks of drag queens. Now he decided recently to weigh in on the controversy on uh, the North Shore, uh, North Shore Great Neck High School where they had a talent show, and one of the students uh, performed as a drag queen. And here is
0: the drag queen condemning the other drag queen. I'm not taking a dig at drag culture and the arts of drag. I'm saying that there's something that's age appropriate and something that's not. And I just don't believe drag should be in school. I'm a gay man. I enjoy drag culture. I think it's very fun. It's entertaining. When you're an adult, I think that exposure to children is it. It it, it raises questions that some parents are might not be ready to have with their kids.
2: Coming from a drag queen himself. And then, of course, there was the Pissier, the Smendrick, uh, I mean, really, the the, the worst. The candidate to run against him uh, in the general election was Robert Zimmerman, who uh, ran a PR company for years. So you think, hey, a PR guy is going to be able to dig this information up. No, he knew this information because it had been published in September in the North Leader, a community newspaper that serves the North Shore of Long Island, That has won 19 Pulitzer Prizes. We're not talking the penny saver here. They had printed almost all the information about George Santos. And this Pischer, this Schmendrick, uh, this person of no consequence, Robert Zimmerman, who was always hiding behind, whether it was, uh, uh, let's see, it was uh, anybody's skirt that he could find, anybody's apron uh, strings, crying. He was in two debates. With George Santos, he never brought up the information. Listen to him. Listen to him moaning and groaning. Our
0: campaign, as we were just starting for the general election without funds, without resources, was not in a position to send a team to Brazil to check out his background. We weren't in a position to hire a genealogist to check out his Jewish ancestry.
2: Huh. Said that with Cindy Adams, who gave him cover. Said that with Joan Hamburg. He was hiding behind their skirts. He was afraid to be confronted by somebody like myself who knew where all the bones were buried and who buried them. So Jacobs, the state party chairman who is from uh, stat, uh, from Long Island, he knew, as did George Zimmer, uh, Robert Zimmerman, they never thought that Santos would win. And the other group who knew all of this information was the Nassau County GOP. They took $185,000 from George Santos. Now, you think that anybody there... Asked George Santos, hey, where did you get this kind of money? That's a lot of money to be giving to the county GOP committee, $185,000. Hush, hush, mush, mush. And the other untold story, which I've told here many, many times, is that the Nassau County GOP met with me after the mayoral uh, run about a year later and asked me if I'd be interested in running for that seat The third congressional district has a Republican candidate. And I said to them, wait a second, George Santos did relatively well the last time. You always lose your first race. Why aren't you supporting him? No answer. Unbeknownst to me, Andrew Giuliani, who you hear here on Sundays from three to four, was having a smoking cigars with uh, Langworthy who was the state party chairman at that time. Now he's the congressman from Western New York. He gave up the state party chairmanship. It's Ed Cox now. And Langworthy was trying to encourage Andrew Giuliani to jump in, uh, hoping he would leave the uh, what became a very contentious gubernatorial primary, in which it was Andrew Giuliani challenging the ultimate winner, Congressman Lee Zeldin, Rob Astorino, and Harry Wilson. So you heard this story from me time and time again. Follow the money. Follow the money. That's what it's all about. A pox on the Democrats out in Long Island, they knew. A pox on the Republicans, they knew. They took the money. They thought that Zimmerman would win. They never in their life thought that George Santos would win. And now look at this Michigash that everybody is stuck with. And trust me. They blame the Queen's GOP for vetting him. Why would they listen to the Queen's GOP that had such a little sliver of that whole district of Whitestone, Queens? Liars, liars, pants on fire. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up.
1: Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa.
0: Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is
1: the Rip and Read. Everybody go, oh, tell, yeah, more, tell, yeah. what you gonna do today? i I'm gonna get a fly girl, gonna get some spank and drive off in a death O.J., oh, yeah, everybody go home. Huh?
2: Motel, hotel, Holiday and knock off the express, one hour hot sheet motels, you name it, Eric Adams and his dysfunctional administration scouring all five boroughs and throughout the tri-state area to see if there are any greedy landlords. Who would be more than willing to house these illegal aliens that all want to come to New York City? And why wouldn't you want to come to New York City? I mean, you see on the various Spanish-language news uh, channels, Univision 41, Telemundo 47, that New York City offers you all the amenities that you could never find in your country of origin. Never, ever, ever. Three-star hotels. A uh, food of your choice, because if you're not satisfied, if it doesn't uh, culturally satisfy your needs, hey, they throw it all out and they get you whatever you want from Grubhub at taxpayer's expense. Well, uh, it's the expiration of Title 42, and thousands are assembled uh, right across the Rio Grande River in Texas. They're going to pour in from Juarez into El Paso. They're going to pour in from Nueva Laredo into Laredo. And they will be unstoppable because um, our uh, immigration and naturalization service agents have been rendered impotent like our uh, police throughout the United States. They're told, hey, look, stop them ask them questions, naturally all of them have learned one English word, if only one English word, asylum. asylum, asylum, Okay, we can't do anything, just push them through. We have so many so-called asylum seekers in New York City, more than 60,000 that are housed in 126 no till, motels, Holiday Inn, knock off the express, and it's costing us a fortune when all is said and done, three years from now, the tab may be $6 billion, $8 billion. It just keeps mounting. And the most recent one, I'll go in in depth. Uh, the city of New York has leased the Roosevelt Hotel right off of Madison and 45th. Uh, named after Teddy Roosevelt, although no president of the United States ever, ever stayed there. But it was a place where many tourists would come, foreigners or throughout the United States... And there were many political banquets and events there that were put on by mostly Republicans, obviously, because of the name Teddy Roosevelt. It's got a long, dramatic history, but for the last three years, was closed in the midst of the lockdown and pandemic of March of 2020. Uh, it had been purchased prior to that by, get this, Pakistani International Airlines. <laughs> Tell me that ain't a scam. Uh, but anyway, we'll get to that momentarily president of the United States uh, was trying to reassure us. He had a, a one-hour call with the Mexican president yesterday who has like four names. Uh, I always say never trust anybody with three names, but this guy has four names. And this is what President Joe Biden had to say, which was not at all reassuring, about the end of Title 42 and the flood across the border.
1: I spent... Uh I close to an hour with, uh, with the Mexican president today uh, we're doing all we can uh, the answer is uh, it remains to be seen uh, we've gotten overwhelming cooperation from Mexico uh, we also are in the process of setting up resi- uh, uh, offices in Colombia and other places where you can where someone seeking asylum can go first so, but it remains to be seen it's going to be chaotic for a while
2: it's going to be chaotic for a while can I hear that uh,
1: please Lou I spent uh
2: no 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 the uh, the loop tomorrow. there please the loop there it's going to be chaotic
1: for a while it's going to be chaotic for a while it's going to be chaotic for a while it's going to be chaotic for a while now, it's going to be chaotic it's
2: going to be chaotic while. now it's been chaotic steady chaos has taken place but it's uh, basically going to get worse. Even the president has said it's going to get worse. His mini-me was talking to the nation just an hour ago, saying that the lifting of Title 42 does not mean the U.S. border is open. This was Myarcus, who uh, must have window shades on his eyes, cotton balls in his uh, ears, uh, and a zipper on his mouth for him not to see the chaos that is ensuing. And he said that illegal entrants uh, will be returned to their country of origin. Mark as we would say. So the bum rush across the border is in full effect. President of the United States will be uh, speaking at Westchester County Community College, uh, which, uh, as um, Congressman Lawler on with Sid and friends this morning described as the entrance is in his congressional district, and the auditorium where the president will be speaking about the economy is actually in Reggie Bowman's uh, socialist district, uh, which is south uh, of Lola, uh, which consumes uh, most of Westchester. Uh, but Lola was on and was talking about how there is a temporary judicial order, barring any of the illegals from being sent up from New York uh, to uh, the Armoni Suite and Inn. Temporary until next Monday. I'm sure there'll be a hearing in court and I'm sure the Rockland County will prevail and that those illegal aliens will never make it there. Uh, courtesy of the fact that uh, on the Rob Astorino show on Saturday, did a great job interviewing uh, county executive, Republican, former NYPD police officer Ed Day. And Ed Day basically said, over my dead body, Eric Adams, if I have to, I'll grab you by the larynx and I'll pull you down. Okay. The fact is, though, that in Rockland County, you have a outreditor. You have a citizen amongst you in Rockland County named Etta Ostreicher. I'm the only one talking about it. Everybody else is protecting her, which suggests to me Democrats and Republicans have received campaign contributions from her in the past. She lives in Muncie. She purchased this former Holiday Inn at 329 Route 30 in Orangeburg. She paid $5.8 million for the 171-room hotel in September of 2021 in the middle of the lockdown and pandemic with the thought it was going to be turned into gurneys. Well, it never, it never happened. And so she went to City Hall in downtown Manhattan and offered the facility, and the price was right, and the deal was made for the Armani Inn. Now, you would think... That the elected officials in Rockland would be upset with her and her independent LLC called Palisades Estates, that is the owner of the property in Spring Valley. But you don't hear anything about that. See, I do the deep dive. And then to the guy who finally woke up, you know, like Rumpelstiltskin, Steve Newhouse, Orange County. All of a sudden, he declared a state of emergency. Like my what? Like a week later, because he was upset. Now, all of a sudden, a week later, that Eric Adams is going to be sending illegal aliens from Venezuela to the Crossroads Hotel in Newburgh. Oh, now, all of a sudden, he's upset. Now, now, and I've been banging on the drums and saying, wait a second, that's right off of I-84, Five Lakeside Road. Not a bad hotel, uh, but it's another LLC. And how come you weren't screaming about this a week ago when you knew this was happening? Nothing which suggests to me that some people are being wine-dined and pocket-lined. Oh, all of a sudden, Steve Newhouse, uh, uh, I'm in a rage. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. And then to the more pertinent issue that's affecting us here in the five boroughs, and especially uh, in the borough of Manhattan, unbeknownst to anybody, Eric Adams' administration was in negotiation with Pakistani International Airlines, the owner of, Of the property known as the old Roosevelt Hotel. Which has been closed since the lockdown and pandemic of actually April of 2020. They just couldn't make a go of it. I wouldn't doubt they were in bankruptcy court. And all of a sudden, Eric Adams administration signs a three-year lease. $225 million to house a thousand single-abled body. Now get it. The Venezuelans, and I'm going to tell you the trick, uh, the asylum trick that the Venezuelans are using because they're not asylum seekers. All of these Venezuelans, almost all of them, have been out of Venezuela for seven years. They resettled into Chile, into Argentina, into Brazil, into Colombia. And they were doing relatively well. You could tell the tourist uh, rolling luggage that they bring to the border, the fashionista brand name clothes they wear, the iPhones they have. They didn't walk through mosquito infested jungles of Panama or Guatemala or Honduras or El Salvador to get to Mexico and then make the trek to the border. No, they flew right to the border to the small airports that are on the Mexican side of uh, the San Josidro Canyon, San Diego, and TJ, the airport is right up against the fence. Likewise, Juarez, which is the Mexican city on the other side of El Paso, and Nueva Laredo, which is the Mexican city right on the other side of the border of Laredo in Texas. They fly in there, and then they queue up, and you can tell who the Venezuelans are. And they know right away. They come across the border, asylum, asylum. Where do you want to go, Catholic Charity says? Where do you want to go? Because they've gotten federal tax dollars for this. And they say, Nueva York. Oh, my God, I see the mayor there, Eric Adams. He's saying, hey, I'm your Papa Chulo. Who's your daddy? I, I watch him on Univision, Telemundo, Spanish language stations. He's telling us to come to New York. He started this. And he's now spending mad money, mad money. By the way, a little update again, I'm ahead of the curve. The workers of Catholic Charity in Washington, D.C. are revolting against their administrators. They're saying that the new crop of illegals that are coming into D.C. are gangbangers. They're thugs and thuggets. They are not cooperating, and a lot of them are saying we need to get out of this business (laughs) because all we become is a pipeline for Venezuelan crooks, gangbangers, thugs, drug dealers, and sex traffickers. Put that on the side. So today I'm going over to the Roosevelt Hotel. And I am condemning Eric Adams, who is wasting all of our money on illegal aliens when we have homeless and emotionally disturbed still living in the subways. That'll be my role. And I know the Roosevelt Hotel. I'll go inside. I'll check all the rooms. I'll give you an update tomorrow. And I will be accompanied by Brian Robinson, who was a moderate Democrat, who is now running as a Republican candidate in city council district, the Upper East Side, District 4, against Keith Powers, who is the Democrat, liberal socialist Democrat, who's responsible, who agreed to this, who gave the green light, who knew this was coming down the pipe and never alerted any of the citizens of the Upper East Side. Nothing! And he's got to pay a price for this. They are selling our city To the illegal aliens, Eric Adams, mayor of the illegal aliens, Keith Powers, corrupt city councilman, socialist, liberal, progressive. He needs to go, and we need to elect Brian Robinson. I'll be with him side by side, and I'll give you a full report tomorrow, same time, same place.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger
2: is the Riffin Reed read
1: featuring curtis leewa now to the bernard mcgurk studios of 77 wabc and curtis leewa and the strangled
2: cries of lawyers in love yeah lawyers in love with sid rosenberg who loves himself I mean, what a love affair that Sid has had with his two former classmates in Poly Prep Day School. Guys who were on a mob scholarship, no doubt. Uh, Takapina and Arthur Idala, knowing that in the future these mobsters would need uh, lawyers at their beck and call. And that's how they both made their bones in law, representing mobsters choking on their lobsters. But meantime, Arthur Idala, who knows about the law, comes on with sin and always tries to establish his bona fide as a subway rider. Like myself, uh, you know, I was on three subways yesterday. And I got to tell you, if this
1: guy got on the subway and I'm wearing my suit and my little glasses and I'm a pencil pusher and someone starts throwing clothes at me and screaming, I'm ready to go to jail for life.
2: Yeah, he's talking about the uh, United States Marine taking down Neely, the emotionally disturbed guy. This, uh, come on, Arthur, knock it off. Nobody believes you. You were on the subway three different times yesterday. And this goes back to two weeks ago when he's got his lips hermetically sealed to Eric Adams' uh, toques, trying to convince us it's safe in the subways. Now, wait, I want to ask you a question. You're a subway rider. Yeah. And now be, be objective, because I'm, I'm a subway rider.
0: I find things are pretty good down there these days.
2: Yeah, right. Stick to the law. You know nothing uh, about nothing about the subways. That's my, uh, that's my sweet spot. Even Peter King, who used to take the subways. I think he grew up in Woodside, the Brooklyn Prep. Like he likes to say, the Jesuit high school where he graduated in Crown Heights, and they kicked me to the curb, which is correct. Uh, We were both taking subways to go to Brooklyn Prep. There's no doubt Peter King has taken subways in his life, but he's not going to pretend to be an expert on the subways. But he does claim to be an expert on George Santos and the indictment that is being unsealed as we speak in Central Islip at the federal court where George Santos is being held in chains and shackles in the basement.
1: To me, this makes it a lot easier for the Ethics Committee in the House Listen, I, I don't know how long it would take to go to trial. It could be a, a year, year and a half before this goes to trial. But I would hope that the Ethics Committee doesn't back off now because there's an indictment. They can they can do their own investigation. It should give them the impetus they need to, uh, to uh, ask to have him expelled from the Congress. And I think he, he will be if the Ethics Committee goes forward.
2: Yeah, well, uh, first off, let me tell you the real deal. Democrats, they protest. They want George Santos kicked out of the House. They don't. They want him to remain in the House, which he can if he's under indictment, if he's going to go on trial, even if he's convicted of a felony. He can remain in the House of Representatives. <laughs> no doubt about it. So the Democrats, they say, oh, no, 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 no. They really want him to stay because they're going to campaign against George Santos every congressional race, including those three that the Republicans won. Involving Lawler and in Rockland County, involving Malinaro up in Dutchess, and involving uh, the cop uh, uh, over there in the South Shore—I forget his name—Esposito. Anyway, but the point is, that's what they're going to use, and they're going to use that against every Republican seeking office. The Republicans on the other side—they just—they uh, want George Santos to go away. And as I continually ask, he gave one hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars to the Nassau County GOP. Peter King was aware of that. The others were aware of it. Where's the money? Where did he get the money from? Can't seem to get an answer. But um, Peter King likes to take shots at me because I first reported back in February that the Eric Adams administration was reaching out to the Nassau County Coliseum in Uniondale to see if they could house the illegal aliens from New York City and Nassau County.
1: Well, so let me just say, uh, yeah, Curtis is a friend of mine. I know he likes to fool around. But when he starts saying that Bruce Blakeman is going to be bringing illegals in, that's a terrible thing to say. First of all, it's wrong. It's a lie. It's totally untrue. And that's, an, that's not something you should kid around about, because that could have a tremendous impact, just the, the talk of that happening, what that could do to the local economy, what that could do, just to the whole issues.
2: Curtis is suspended, that's it. Oh, I'm suspended. Well, guess what? I spoke with Bo Deedle. There's going to be a commission tomorrow when Bo Deedle is on about Frank Morano. And uh, I've been asked to become the witness against Frank Morano, which I will. So let's see if uh, Sid wants to battle Bo Deedle tomorrow. We'll see about that, uh, Lou. But anyway, let's get back to what happened on February 14th. Eric Adams was up in Albany, open session. He had the tin cup in his hand. He wanted more money from Albany. He didn't get it. And then all of a sudden... State Senator Monica Martinez, who's Salvadorian, I think she's from Central Slip. She asked Eric Adams a question. In fact, it came about that Channel 12 was reporting it. So let's let's play what Channel 12 had to say first.
0: Today, a Long Island state senator asked the mayor of New York City directly if he is looking to this Uniondale location to help ease the city's burden when it comes to caring and housing the influx of migrants in New York City.
2: So that's February 14th. Monica Martinez was already aware of this, a Democrat. Uh, from Suffolk County, this is the question she asked Eric Adams in front of all the reporters and all the legislators.
1: It was reported that New York City is looking into Nassau Coliseum as a potential uh, housing for our asylum, you know, asylum seekers. Is that part of the New York City plan?
2: Look at what he did to Rockland County, Eric Adams. Look at what he did to Orange County. He sucker punched them. He jabbed them. Out of nowhere, he's sending illegal aliens. He didn't give him any notice. This is what Eric Adams told State Senator Monica Martinez.
1: If we were to uh, do an initiative in one of the local municipalities in the area, we're going to com- communicate uh, with the local electeds, uh to share what we are doing.
2: Well, did he uh, actually contact the local electeds? Channel 12 went to the leaseholder of the Nassau County Coliseum. You would have thought the leaseholder would have said, that's nonsense. Listen to what he told them.
0: Now, as for the leaseholder of the Nassau Coliseum, we reached out to him today about the possibility of this location being used to house migrants, but he told us he didn't have time to talk about that today.
2: Oh, he didn't have time to talk about that today. And he hasn't gone on record as saying yes, no, did the conversations ever take place? Did the city of New York reach out to him, the leaseholder, and want to house illegal aliens in Nassau County Coliseum like he's trying to do in Rockland and Orange County? To be continued.